from Santa Barbara, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about why it is important for both you and your spouse to share what you like during sex. And I want you guys to think about this quote from singer-songwriter Frank Ocean. He says, there's just some magic in truth and honesty and openness. And that's really what we're going to be digging into today on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. But before we do that, you know that we start each and every show with a hug. And this week's show is brought to you, this hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriage's top 10 list of ways to initiate sex. Have you been at a loss for new ways to initiate? Do you do the same thing every single time? It's time to spice things up and get creative. So pick up your free copy of the top 10 ways to initiate sex at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash initiate. And today's hug, we love these. Today's hug is a we did it. Mm-hmm. We haven't had these in a while. And for those of you that don't know, a we did it, uh, because we have so many new listeners to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, a we did it is when a couple has completed either a seven days of sex challenge or has undertaken a longer challenge. Mm-hmm. We know some of you have done 30 days, 60 days. I think I think we've even had a couple go like into the 70s and 80s. Yep, we have. So this wife says, my husband and I are celebrating a ten year our 10-year wedding anniversary this year. Nice. I have been listening to your podcast for over a year now and have been mentioning bits and pieces to my husband. We recently went on an eight-hour road trip each way, and I asked if he wanted to listen to one. We ended up listening to about a dozen, and we decided to do the seven-day challenge. Nice. Well, we did it. I have to say that it has been one of the best things we have done for our marriage. Thank you for your wonderful podcast and resources you have available for married couples. She goes on to say, here's a photo of us for your Love You Guys wall all the way from Australia. And I just want to let you guys know that if you want to be up on the Love You Guys wall, and this is a wall in our office of couples just like you who have been impacted by the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, all you have to do is send the highest resolution picture that you've got of the two of you. We'll take care of printing it out and getting it up on the wall. You just send that to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And in the subject line, just put Love You Guys Pick. I'm so glad he always has my back. That's right. He always has my back. So we did it. We love him. So... For any of you out there who have completed a seven days of sex challenge, you know, send that in. We love those. For those of you who are just going, well, I'd like to do it. How do we do a challenge? You can go to seven days of sex challenge that dot com. Uh, you can get the Kindle book there. You can get the physical book there um, and get on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a great way to to inspire and take your marriage to a whole new level Mm -hmm. and that's definitely what uh, this writer of this email was sharing with us so like tony said at the start of the show we're going to be talking about why it's important for both you and your spouse to share what you like during sex right and this actually came up for us over the last couple of weeks where we've been you know in the middle of sex and you know in some respects it's almost as if the communication stops 
right? You know, during the day, you've maybe sent those text messages, maybe you've, you know, hinted across the table, you know, you've used a code word or two to say, hey, you know, basically, are we getting it on tonight? And then foreplay starts and the communication stops. Right. And by that, I mean, you know, you're no longer sharing what feels good or what doesn't feel good or what you'd like to have happen. And so there's this, there's this breakdown, right? You know, you've gone from all of this communication during the day to, okay, well, here we are. And outside of a few moans and groans and maybe, you know, a contented sigh, or maybe not, maybe a like huffing and puffing going, is this over yet? The two of you find yourself in this place where it's just like, what, what is this? What's going on here? And you know, foreplay, foreplay is important. You know, I, I don't care how long or short it is. It's important that you have foreplay as part of your marriage. More importantly, it's important that the communication that, you know, I mean, you guys, if you've listened to us for more than one show, you know, if this isn't your first show, then you know that Tony and I are big on communication. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you can't, you can't listen to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show or look at all of the resources on Instagram or on the website or anywhere else and not get the idea that we think communication is important. Right. And so keeping that up once the clothes come off is also important. Right. Because what, what we experienced ourselves, you know, case in point, we had an, uh, a situation last week where we're in, in the middle and, you know, I didn't know this until after. But Tony's there going, does she want me to do this or not? Right. And, you know, we we were there. We, we had some foreplay going on, some heavy petting going on. And I was looking at going, okay, do I or don't I go for oral sex in this moment? And we both enjoy that. And we've talked about this in, in previous shows where we have learned over the years that for Elisa, that is a very pleasurable pleasurable act. And yet there are still times in that moment where I have tried to go down and I've gone the uh-uh-uh. And that can sometimes really just kill it right there. Mm-hmm. You know, because then I'm going, okay, she doesn't want that. And now I'm trying to do this. And I'm not too sure she really wants me to be even doing this because she doesn't, she seems to just be like, Hey, let's just get this over with now. And so while, while we're in, while I was in this moment, I could tell she was okay with that. So I, I went for that without any indication that she wanted me to stop. Once we were done though, it was at that moment in time that I shared that, Hey, you know what? Just because we're in this piece of like foreplay and heavy petting you can still say hey tony go down on me it's a communication it's in that moment that i get the understanding and i get the cue more than anything that hey i want you to do this because i think many of you can relate with me in the sense that you want to go do something male husband or wife you want to do something then you go for it and then you get shut down. And the shutdown part, and that's one of the things we really want to talk through on this episode is that, you know, there's, there's a gentle way to redirect and there's the harsh, like, stop doing that. Don't touch me like that. I don't want everyone, you know, and all, which all of a sudden pretty much puts the literal ice cubes on 
anything else happening that night. And that's not, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about communicating what you do want instead of being like, don't touch me like that. Right. Or honey, I don't want you doing that to me. You know, any of that kind of stuff, because here's the thing. When you, when you get to the point where you can communicate your desires, it's not a reflection on your spouse. You know, like if I tell Tony, you know what, touch me here or touch me like this. It's not because I don't want connection with him, but because you know, and we talk about my cycle a lot. So we know that there are just certain times when I'm more receptive and other times when I'm like, you know what? A quickie is good. And so being able to communicate that with him lets him know that really a lot of times it's just a not right now or a not today instead of a not ever. Don't ever like, don't even let that cross your mind again. And that's what we want to talk about because all of the communication that you do in your marriage has one of two outcomes. It either builds up your marriage or it tears it down. Mm-hmm. Right. And the same thing happens in your bedroom. You can either build up your marriage through the communication dur- in, in your sexual intimacy, or you can tear it down. Right. And in that moment, if you're like us and there have been times in our marriage where this has happened, where it just, it stops right? You're done. Your spouse is done because they in that moment and you in that moment as well have now lost the momentum Mm -hmm. to be sexually intimate with your spouse. And that's not what we want to happen. You know, Lisa and I have been doing the intimacy lifestyle now for six years. We've done numerous sex challenges, be it seven days or our 60 days of sex challenge that those moments they happen. And for us, they're learning times. Mm-hmm. Rarely anymore will it ever shut us down. It, it's a, it's a, a detour. That may, a big one. <laughs> yep. That, that takes us a little, that takes us, that takes momentum away. And then we have to rebuild the momentum to get back to completion. Mm-hmm. But for you, something like that could derail you that night the next day, and for the next week. And so what we hope to do is to share ways so that this doesn't happen. Or if you're going to talk about some of this stuff, you can start talking about it before you hit the marriage bed, mm-hmm. before you hit your bed. So that way in the middle of it, when you, when you are, you know, when you are sharing, Hey honey, do this or Hey, could you do, you know, could you go down, go down on me? It's not a, could you, it's, you're, you're expressing a desire that you want. And instead of allowing and letting your, your husband or your wife guess, you're using those lips that God gave you to speak, Mm -hmm. to speak life into your marriage bed. And and I want to just say something here is that the answer to the, would you, or I would like is not always going to be a yes. Right. Right. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, it's not comfortable. It's not desirable. Here's the thing though. When you can put a voice to your desires, be it you actually say the words or, you know, maybe you move your spouse's hand to where you would like to be touched. Right. Because there can be the body language too, you know, like move a hand or cuddle up or, you know, touch a body part, whatever it is, you know, that's all good. It's when you're just laying there, either one of you just literally counting down the seconds until it's over. 
that your spouse is not getting any feedback or is only getting negative feedback, that you start to have this emotional breakdown in the intimacy in your marriage. And, you know, as you're going through that, it becomes a challenge because emotional intimacy combined with your physical sexual intimacy takes your physical intimacy to a whole new level. Guys, it allows your spouse to to be your lover, right? Because they know what you want now. And we've shared with you guys the, uh, the concept in the past of servant lover, right? Choosing to in the moment, in the bedroom, out of the bedroom, wherever you are, to put your spouse's needs ahead of your own, right? Because it's not all about what feels good to me. Right. And telling Tony, yes, in telling Tony what I'd like, then Tony knows that when he chooses to honor that request, one, he's going to be filled up in the sense of knowing, you know what, this is exactly what she wants. Right. And I'm going to be like, okay, I, I, one, I know what I want and I know what feels good. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to feel good. And so all of a sudden, our lovemaking jumps to a whole new level because we're both on the same team. Mm hmm. Right, it's when I'm laying there unresponsive, and he's got to play the guessing game. And in case you don't know, in case you haven't heard me say it a thousand times, your spouse does not have ESP. Guys, she can't read your mind if you want her to do something. She can't. Sorry. And ladies. If it's working or it's not working, you better tell him so that he knows. But for either one of you, when you're communicating to your spouse, keep in mind that when you are physically naked, you're emotionally naked as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is important to choose your words carefully when you are in the act of lovemaking. And the reason I say that is because I have screwed this up on more than one occasion when I'm just like, no, don't do that. And he's like, put the brakes on. And I realized afterwards, I could have just said, hey, can you do this instead? You know, like, let's just redirect, right? Like, I still want to be close to you, but let's redirect, right? And and guys, does this mean that you need to know what works for you? Yes. Um, And here's a really good way to figure out what works for you. Have sex more often right? If you're only having sex once a month, I will tell you there's a lot of pressure on that one time a month to get everything right. Yeah. To get your communication right, to get your foreplay right, to get your climax right. There's a lot of pressure, right? You start doing something like the intimacy lifestyle where you're having sex twice a week, eight times a month. Guess what? You got a lot of practice time. And when you start having sex that often or more, then guess what? You start to really figure out not just how your own body works, but how your spouse's body works. And if you guys have got that much collective knowledge about what's happening under the covers, it takes your sexual intimacy to a whole new level. Mm -hmm. And for many of us, me and Elisa included, it allows us to learn more about ourselves and to get away from and get out of this mindset of who we think we are and what we think we can do when it comes to having sex with our spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, the the mindset of, you know, 
a mom doesn't do that or a dad would never, you know, do that to his wife or whatever those may be in your mind. Again, remember that this act is between you and your spouse, and that is it. Whatever you two choose to do is between the two of you. If both of you are on board, don't let anybody tell you what is good for you guys. If it means that you love being loud and screaming from the top of your lungs, so be it. Maybe you need an ecotone sleep and sound machine just because you want to, you know, sort of drown out, drown out the sound so the kids don't hear it. Don't, if it's, don't get quiet. Just no. get just get a sound. You get know, a sound machine. Get a sound machine. We, we love our ecotones. For for others of you, maybe you're more passive, more quiet. That's okay too. You can still show what you are enjoying by movement of hands, by the movement of your body. That is, that is a form of communication. Communication in sex doesn't only mean it has to come out of our mouths. That helps, especially when it comes to the point of, does my spouse like this or not? Mm-hmm. And maybe for you guys, it's a, it's a whisper of a yes, and then it's more physical. It's a body reaction that is telling your spouse that, yes, I desire you. Yes, I want you to do this. At other times, it may be a, you know, pushing of the head down. Like, hey, go down on me. I I would love for you to do that. Gently. Gently. Yes. I mean, and again, like Elisa and I said, there are going to be times when it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It, it, it doesn't feel right. It's not that, you know, it just, it, it doesn't work in that situation. And yet when you, when you apply the intimacy lifestyle, like Elisa said, you're not waiting on that one or two times a month and having to make it all perfect. So first and foremost, begin the intimacy lifestyle. There are many couples in the one family who are doing the intimacy lifestyle with great success. We hear them. They share with us at how well and how much this has impacted their marriage because there isn't all this pressure for one time a month. You're having sex multiple times and you're learning each and every time. And that's, I mean, we, as you guys heard at the opening of the show, and I just want to, you know, talk about this real quick is we're recording from Santa Barbara and this is because we're on a weekend getaway and we actually participated in the sex without sheets conference that we've been telling you guys about the last few weeks we recorded from here in Santa Barbara and in in doing so it, it forced us to just change even how we're doing our communication right we're constantly learning guys we're not set up in our regular studio right so we're we're you know we've got a few different devices here and we're doing all this kind of stuff why because it matters. Because practicing this craft of sharing our show, no matter where we are, matters. It's the same thing that happens in your bedroom. The craft of lovemaking, of how that works between the two of you, is unique to the two of you. Mm-hmm. The language that the two of you speak, both verbally and physically, is unique to you and your spouse. But if you aren't speaking that language, then you've got nothing there, right? And 
and we hear week in and week out, my spouse and I aren't having sex. My spouse and I aren't making love. My, I can't remember the last time we had sex, right? We're not communicating like that anymore. Guys, so many of you came to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show because sexual intimacy is an area of your marriage that wasn't working. Or maybe right now it isn't working. Okay, you've got to open up the doors to communication in your sexual intimacy. But I know it's a hard topic. Okay, you know, Tony and I were up here in Santa Barbara and, and part of the reason we came back here this year was that on our first anniversary, 17 and a half years ago, we came to Santa Barbara. And we've been reminiscing over the course of this weekend about those two young kids at 23 and 24, who they were versus Tony and Elisa at 40 and 42, because I haven't had my birthday yet. So Tony's now two years older for another week or so. Uh, but those kids versus, you know, these middle-aged adults or whatever we are now, I don't know. I guess we are still technically young adults. Young adults. Okay. Two totally different people. Yeah. I look at where our communication was there. And we had no sexual intimacy communication at all. Yeah. I mean, it was literally like I've described it as like two ships kind of bumping in the night. And that's about it. Right. Right. And now where we are, and I will tell you the, the major difference in that is that we started practicing having sex a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it can't be. I'm not saying guys have sex, you know, 24-7. I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying have sex every day. The intimacy lifestyle is going to look different for each couple listening to the show. Plain and simple. You're going to find the rhythm that works for you. But sexual intimacy is a form of communication. It's a form of strengthening your marriage. It's a form of connecting with your spouse. It's a way to, like I said, either build up your marriage or tear it down. And I want to say for, for some of you, you, you may have walls, you know, you have walls that have been built up around this and these need to come down because you're, you're hearing this and you're just like, nope, 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 not going to work. I can't do this. If you tell yourself you can't do it, let me tell you, you can't do it. If you, if you, if you don't want to move forward, just tell yourself you can't because believe me more times than not, what you tell yourself is what's going to really happen. For those of you, though, who are going, you know what? This has been hindering me. This has been hindering our marriage. I'm going to invite you to get on a consultation call with Elisa. And the first one is a 30-minute free consultation call. You can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 30 minutes and sign up. Get on there. Get started somewhere. Learn more about this. Because sometimes you need somebody beside you to help break down the barriers that have been built up over the years. You know, those have been built up. Those I can't, I, I never, I, I shouldn't, I wouldn't. All of those put a wedge between you and your spouse. And between you and who you authentically want to be possibly. And so having somebody come beside you and help you to assess and look at life differently and your sexual intimacy in particular is very valuable. 
And like I said at the beginning, you know, for some of you, it's learning a new language, mm-hmm. right? Being able to communicate mm-hmm. sexually, being able to put voice to that, those desires, that is a new language. And that can be hard. It's like a lot of you, when I discuss on the coaching calls and stuff like that, the five love languages, and we talk about the different love languages. And some of us say, yeah, but my, my spouse's love language is different than mine. I'm like, you have to learn a new language. And when you become proficient in that new language, it takes your marriage to a whole new level, right? So as you're looking at this week ahead, as you're thinking, okay, you know what? We do need more communication in our sexual intimacy. We need to work on these. The first thing I would suggest that you do is sit down and have a state of our marriage conversation about what's been going on, what's been working, right? What have you been wanting to try and have it? Maybe it's time to do a top 10 list of, you know, different rooms in the house you want to have sex or different positions you want to try or, you know, whatever it is in regard to your sexual intimacy, start there. Start opening that door. Like Tony said, tearing down those walls. And as you go through this, and as you start to do different things, for those of you that maybe have been a little reluctant or hesitant to say something in bed in that moment, start with something small. Give a verbal, yes, I like that. Or would you please do this? Find something small that you're comfortable with and open your mouth and say it. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that are on the receiving end of this, because for some of you listening to this show, your spouse may be listening this week and all of a sudden they're going to try something different or they're going to say something different to you that maybe you haven't heard. Open up your heart to the fact that they are stretching themselves. Right. Check your ego and open up your heart. This is not about you, okay? It's not about you not quite getting it right. It's more about them being able to express themselves and give you the opportunity to love them and to love on them in the way that's going to fill them up. This is not an, this is not an ego deflation for you. This is rather an ego boost that they are to place where they can share these desires with you. And we've been there. Elisa is not early on and, and even to this day at times not vocal. And it is me there loving on her, asking her, does that work for you? Do you enjoy that? In a loving way, believe me. I mean, I'm not, I don't talk to her like I'm talking to you guys right now in bed, you know, but it's allowing her to just go, yes. Or, you know, it, it's like allowing her and letting her know that it's okay to share that, mm-hmm. you know, express it. And it's, it's a little bit over time still to this day, still, Hey, we still get to those points where, you know, Elisa's mind is running, it's running, it's running. And I got to say, Hey babe, turn, turn off all that stuff. You and it's you and me right now, you know? And when I'm, I'm able to do that and she hears me, we're able to then, get into where we're at and allows her to then express herself as well. So for some of you, you know, guys is you too, too much going on up here. You may need to take some time before you jump into bed and just let it all go. Hey, before I walk into the bedroom tonight, I am going to just let this all down. I'm going to write it all down, let it all out of my head. So that way I can be fully present. And so when my wife is, you know, whatever she may be doing the whatever she, whatever way she may be touching you you know be it if she's holding your penis or 
holding you in a certain way, you're able to instead be somewhere else. You're there letting her know that you enjoy the touches that she is giving you. It starts with you, right guys? You know, we can't wait for our spouses to figure it out. We can't wait for our spouses to take the first step. It starts with you. It starts with you recognizing where you are. You know, are you the spouse that just is always, you know, wondering, is this good? Do they like it? Is this going okay? Or are you the spouse that isn't saying anything? Just kind of laying there like a bump on a log. I don't, I know I'm talking to both of you right now. I just don't know which one you are. Take a look at yourself. You've identified with one of those two sides throughout this show. You know what you need to do regardless of which side of the bed you're on, right? You either need to step up and be that servant lover and know that you're going to check your ego and you're just going to love on them with the way that they're expressing their desires or you're the one that you know needs to open up a little bit at a time to say, I'd like to try this or that feels good. This week, whichever side of the bed you're on, take action and go to that next level to love on your spouse. Yeah. And I would say to end this up, you know, go get our top 10 list of ways to initiate sex just to give you some ideas on what you can be doing and share that with your spouse. So again, you can get that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash initiate. Share that. Look over them. Pick one, two, three of them that you are going to use together the next time you have sex. You guys have a fantastic week. We hope that you find success when it comes to your sexual intimacy. And more importantly, communicating your desires during sex and prior to sex. We love you guys. Have yourselves a fantastic week.